From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, South Korea establishes official ties with Cuba, one of North Korea's close allies, following two decades of diplomatic efforts. The South Korean military vows to defend the de facto inter-Korean maritime border, the Northern Limit Line, after the latest provocation by North Korea. And medical students decide to take group action against the government's plan to expand the school admissions quota. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Chan. South Korea has established official diplomatic relations with Cuba, one of North Korea's close allies. Negotiations regarding the move were reportedly conducted by South Korea and Cuba in secrecy. The government's decades-long effort to forge diplomatic ties with the communist country has finally borne fruit. Yoon So-young has more. In a surprise announcement on Wednesday night, South Korea's mission to the United Nations said that formal diplomatic relations were established between South Korea and Cuba through an exchange of diplomatic notes between the two countries' representatives to the UN in New York. The two nations established ambassador-level diplomatic ties, skipping the step of setting up consular-level relations. They also agreed to take up follow-up measures, including the opening of diplomatic missions in both nations. Cuba is the 193rd country with which South Korea has built diplomatic relations, and Syria is the only UN member state that has not established diplomatic ties with South Korea. The surprise announcement of the established diplomatic ties was made Wednesday night. The two nations reportedly held negotiations in absolute secrecy, apparently in fear of possible protest and obstruction from North Korea, a traditional ally of Cuba. The Seoul government has pursued diplomatic ties with Cuba since the 2000s. In 2016, then-Foreign Minister Yoon Byung-se became the first foreign minister to make an official visit to Cuba and expressed Seoul's wish to set up diplomatic ties, but no progress was made. However, discussions between the two nations reportedly advanced rapidly after they began in earnest last year. The ministry said that cultural exchanges between the two countries encouraged friendly relations and contributed to the establishment of diplomatic ties. Yoon Soo-hyang, KBS World, Radio News. North Korea's state media said that the country test-fired a new surface-to-sea missile on Wednesday under the guidance of leader Kim Jong-un. The Korean Central News Agency reported on Thursday that Kim oversaw the inspection test of the new missile named Padasuri-6 without mentioning how many missiles were fired. The KCNA stated that the missile hit a target after flying over waters in the East Sea for around 1,400 seconds and that Kim expressed satisfaction with the test results. Kim reportedly said that the nation should defend its maritime sovereignty with actual force and action, not with mere rhetoric. Issuing an order to strengthen military readiness around the waters north of the islands of Yanpyeong and Pyongyang. Kim claimed that South Korea is violating the North's sovereignty by insisting on a northern limit line, the de facto maritime border between the two Koreas. The South Korean military highlighted its resolve to continue defending the de facto inter-Korean maritime border, the Northern Limit Line, saying it will continue to serve as the military's sea border. The remarks from Joint Chief of Staff spokesperson Lee Sung-jun came on Thursday when he was asked about North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's dispute of the use of the LLL over the Yellow Sea and his declaration of plans to draw a border north of Yanpyeong and Pyongyang Islands. According to the North's state-run Korean Central News Agency, Kim claimed that the South is violating the regime's sovereignty by insisting on the use of the NLL, which he said has no legal basis or justification. Asked about possible provocation from the North near the western NLL, 
The JCS spokesperson said the military, which is maintaining a readiness posture, will sternly respond to any type of provocation. The country's medical students will take group action against the government's planned expansion of the quota for medical school admissions, with a survey of 20,000 students nationwide set to be conducted on whether to take a leave of absence en masse. While no doctor in training has yet resigned, the health ministry said it will seek ways to improve the medical training environment. Max Lee reports. Korea's medical students have decided to take collective action in protest of the government's plan to expand the medical school admissions quota. The Korean Medical Student Association announced on Thursday that student representatives from 40 medical schools unanimously agreed on the course of action during an extraordinary plenary session the previous day. Calling on the government to completely withdraw the planned quota expansion, the association said it will conduct a survey of all 20,000 medical students in the country on a proposed plan to take a year of absence en masse. This comes as fourth-year students at the College of Medicine at Hallim University decided to take a one-year leave of absence in protest of the government's plan. The health ministry said no doctor in training has yet resigned and that it soon plans to establish a consultative body involving residents, interns and hospitals to seek ways to improve their training environment. Meanwhile, the Korean Medical Association, representing the nation's doctors, are staging rallies in 12 cities and provinces throughout the day on Thursday to protest the quota expansion while finalizing details on further collective action through its Emergency Steering Committee on Saturday. Max Lee, KBS World Radio News. The national team committee recommended that the Korea Football Association dismiss head coach Jurgen Klinsmann. KFA Technology Division Director Hwang Bogan, who took part in the national team committee meeting held at the KFA headquarters in Seoul on Thursday, told reporters that the officials came to the decision during a postpartum evaluation of the team's disappointing semifinal exit at the Asian Football Confederation Asian Cup. Attending the meeting was Michael Muller, head of the committee, and his committee members, Klinsman, also attended the meeting via video conference from his home in the U.S. The KFA administration will consider the committee's recommendation and come to a final decision. KFA President Chung mong Gyu will have the final say on the matter. Rival political parties clashed over Justice Minister nominee Park Seung-je's asset expansion of around 2.3 billion won, or around 1.7 million U.S. dollars, from working six and a half years as a lawyer after retiring as a prosecutor. At Park's parliamentary confirmation hearing on Thursday, ruling People Power Party representative Park Hyung-soo said the nominee's earned income is not considered excessive, taking into account his experiences, including head of the Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office. The nominee has also been criticized for failing to pay the gift tax when registering both himself and his wife, who at the time had no income, as co-owners when purchasing an apartment unit in 2018. The PPP lawmaker said the purchase was based on a lump-sum Chunse rental deposit, which had increased with assistance from the wife's family. He also called to consider financial assessment of the wife's labor as a homemaker. Main opposition Democratic Party Representative Kim Young-bae, on the other hand, accused the nominee of benefiting from privileges from his former post to which the nominee denied ever exercising undue influence in accepting or handling cases. South Korea's economic growth rate for last year was found to have lagged behind Japan's for the first time in 25 years. However, due to long-term low growth and the weakening yen, the Japanese economy fell behind Germany's and dropped to fourth in the world for the first time in 55 years. The Japanese cabinet office announced Thursday that its real gross domestic product growth rate 
last year stood at 1.9%. South Korea's GDP growth rate for 2023, announced by the Bank of Korea last month, was 1.4%, 0.5 percentage points lower than Japan. However, it's expected that South Korea would pass Japan this year, as the World Economic Outlook release last month showed that the International Monetary Fund expects South Korea's real GDP growth to be at 2.3%, while Japan was set at 0.9%. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index slid 6.62 points, or 0.25% on Thursday, to close at 2,613.80. The tech-heavy Kosdaq gained 5.91 points, or 0.69%, to close at 859.21. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 1.41 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,000. 334.01. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Century in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chen.